Welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. Today, we'll be diving into the cosmic guidance from the stars, celebrities, and entertainment lifestyle. Thanks for joining us, and let's see what the universe has in store. Hello, world, and welcome to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. My name is Kyle Thomas, and I am a pop culture astrologer. You may know me as the resident astrologer of Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily on Instagram. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. This week, we have lots of astrological goodies, the hottest celebrity stories in Hollywood with a very special Emmys episode, and a fantastic celebrity guest with us here today. We are recording from West Hollywood. Today's episode is our first ever and extra special Emmys episode, as I mentioned. And to help us here, I have the, I've asked the, the charming, the stunning, the brilliant Naomi Grossman to join us as our guest co-host. She is known for her work with American Horror Story, amongst many other things, and was also one of our very fir- uh, first and favorite guests on Astro TV Radio in the past. So take it away, Naomi. Favorite? Wow. I, I'm, I'm clumped. I don't know if that's the word. <laughs> I am, but I'm happy to be here is what I really am. Hello, world. I am your guest co-host. Uh, super pumped to be here. going to be helping Kyle dish some of the hottest stories in Hollywood, uh, launching Astro Kiki's first ever Epi's episode. That's so exciting. And it's, I was there. Yeah, so like, tell so, us about it. Well, like, let's introduce our guest. Whoa, right, right, right. Okay, so, um, yeah, I'll be giving some insight into my own personal experience. But uh, first, let's introduce Castillo, our celebrity guest of the day. Um, you know him as a celebrity makeup artist. Uh, and hairdresser for creating innovative hairstyles that evoke and enhance his client's natural beauty. Um, I'm very curious as to what he has to say. Well, not what he has to say about me today. There's a reason this is radio. Uh, but in general, you know, after you do his hair horoscope, maybe he could do my hair. I would, I would love that. Oh. Hey, everybody. I'm Castillo, and I am a celebrity hairstylist based out of L.A. I'm so happy to be here today on Astrology Kiki, and I'm interested to see what we all have to talk about. And um, what we think of the Emmys. Yeah, totally. You've seen, just follow his Instagram. He's His clients range from Halle Berry, Ruby Rose. Priyanka Chopra. Yeah, I can't say her name. Uh, Sam Smith, Haley Baldwin, Sarah Hyland, everybody. Like, basically everyone bought me. <laughs> but that's about to change. <laughs> Who's your, like, favorite to work with? Uh, I really enjoyed working with Ruby Rose. I feel like her and I are kind of like spirit animals, and I kind of want to be her. Mm. But she's cool. You know, I love her her story and just her journey. is very inspiring. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look at her sign right now. Oh. Because you're, you're I mean, a Libra. She's a Pisces. She's a Pisces, really? Yeah. She's a Pisces. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Ooh, yeah. so we're coming into Libra. No, no, no. She's, no, she's not... a Scorpio. No, she's not. Yeah, it's a Scorpio. Stop. She's Wait. not a Scorpio. She's a... Is she? It says, which queer celebrity you should date based on your and it says elite. This is from Elite Daily. She is no, you're right. She you right. She's yeah, a Pisces. Pisces. Yes. Pisces. Hmm. Which I love Pisces women. Pisces men can be. Hmm. So, but little, you're a you're a Libra. I mean, we're gonna talk all about oh, yeah, you. Yeah. But you're a, a Libra, you said. Yeah. And aren't we coming into Libra? Yeah. We're yeah. in it. So you just had a birthday. I'm, I'm having it next week. Oh. oh I know, right? Where are we going? I oh, don't you don't know. have to say it on the radio. <laughs> but you do have to tell me. I have no plans actually. 
where I celebrated like super quiet. I like made a lot of changes in the past month, and one of them was changing my phone number, and only a few people have it, and three of them are my agents. Well, so, like, the reason that is, you know, even before we go into certain things, is because there was a lot of uh, planets in your twelfth house of like rebirth, regeneration, and like releasing baggage, releasing shitty relationships, yeah. blocking people out. Um, I have chills. Stop it. I mean, really, <laughs> but the thing is, like, you had to go through this. It's still in that place right now. But basically, you there's a lot of energy shifting into Libra, and you are going to be establishing important patterns for the next two years or longer. So yeah, like that's why it's like you're literally being reborn right now. Because if you're holding on to toxic relationships or bad patterns, it, it, it doesn't have to be their toxic, your toxic, it's just not working. Yeah. Then it means that you're not living your greatest life. Oh, it feels You horrible. know, like that's like, <laughs> and it sucks though, you know, yeah, to does. be like tied down to bad things. But oh. I don't think that's specific to like the planets right now. Like honestly, in general, like when you, I feel like that's just part of loving yourself yeah. is, you know, having enough respect for yourself to like let go of, of people and oh, yeah, totally. things that aren't serving you healthy boundaries yeah totally oh my God. About that. <laughs> yeah i mean i mean and the thing about like i love libra is that they do have a problem with that sometimes extreme problems yeah I'm like, like I'm here take everything and then i'm like why do they take everything from me oh but also there's like this dependency that like they like my brother's a libra Uh-oh. and i love him but he does kind of get into these relationships where you know he does put a lot in but then also he becomes completely dependent upon yeah. that so it's not even that like he they're becoming dependent on him he's dependent on them being yeah. there. And I'm like, you know, it, 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 but I love Libras. You guys are great. It's, it's hard. You know, I, I'm thankful that I have a rising Sagittarius that kind of keeps me working. Same. Amen. Holla. <laughs> but, you know, Libras love to be lazy. And I feel like that's something that creeps up on me yeah. a lot. And it's hmm. like, I love leisure. And, and, but I also love to work and make money. And I yeah. love the beautiful life. So it's like this constant struggle internally. Of I like, mean, I follow you. I feel like, you do a pretty good uh, balance. <laughs> Thank you. Little joke there for you. Of like your uh, uh, leisure and work. I mean, you. your work seems pretty effing fun. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's great. I think that um, it's a uh, it's a blessing, and it's been a blessing since I started. But being um connected to energy and being like somewhat of an empath, it's tough because you can't just be thrown in front of everybody mm-hmm. and do someone's hair. You know, you pick up energy from certain people, mm-hmm. or like certain times I'll go to work and it'll be a good paying job, but I'll leave feeling like a you know yeah so yeah. it's like mm. it's tough mm-hmm. it's like wait a minute I thought I was just going to come create hair I didn't realize I had to like get everything else in my body in order yeah in, mind mm. in order to do it it's like so that in itself is a struggle that was one of the things that I loved the most about your like your website and everything and, and your like spiritual pursuit of life like I'm very much like that too so like yeah 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 that's why I'm just like yay you know like <laughs> alignments all over here so cool well we'll jump more into all of your uh, information and we're going to go into the Emmys, but let's start with our weekly astrological forecast. And so, obviously, if you guys have any questions or anything, just let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this weekend is actually going to be really, really great. And for you and all Libras, this is pretty much the, the most important moment of the entire year. Obviously, your solar return when your birthday happens, that's always really significant. But this is the new moon in Libra on the 28th. So no matter who you are, you know, you definitely have a lot of opportunities to take big steps going forward. So, you know, in alignment with that, you know, Libra is a sign of diplomacy, partnership, but also pleasure, as you were saying. And it's an important time for us to balance our hearts and our minds. So, you know, in the coming days after the new moon in Libra, so a new moon lasts for about 10 days, you, that's when you want to start to create action. 
actions. It's not just about what you're thinking about, what's your, what's, what you're doing so that you can build that into your life. Um, but also if you're looking to find more stability in your relationships or find someone who is just your type, this is a good time for everyone across the board. So, I mean, hey, you should be out there this weekend, Naomi. Let's go. <laughs> like, I have a big weekend. Like, where are we going like, for my birthday? <laughs> yeah, right? No, but I do. I have a big, big weekend ahead, so I'm yeah. glad to know that. Yeah, but also the thing that I'm really loving too is so on the 28th and the entire weekend, we have Venus, uh, you know, bringing a lot of blessings into our lives as well. So it's going to be an excellent time this weekend for partying, making love, feeling warm, happy, sharing our feelings. A lot of people are probably going to be receiving gifts, money, or compliments at this point in time because of the alignment of Venus here. Mm. It's going to kind of bring us this surprising energy. So, yeah, so socializing is going to be very favored. Popularity is going to be happening. You're going to be feeling and looking your best, as well as sex is a great way to share your affections now because we're feeling more open. So if you are single, this weekend, again, is a great opportunity for partnership and for connection and for, you know, making new friends. I actually, I've been dating this wonderful man who Naomi, like, loves, and they, like, they're from the same town. Wait, it's like, so what? weird. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, no one's from there. <laughs> it's this little suburb of Denver. And, like, it, what's really funny is I never actually even name it. Like, it's so... <laughs> I noticed that. No offense, like, to, like, if there's anyone from Parker. But, like, I just don't even claim it. Like, when people are like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, oh, like, a suburb of Denver. Like, Denver. Right. I just say Denver. just say Denver. He actually owns it. And I'm like... I, I, which I think is just weird. I don't know why we even do that. Guy he's the sweetest ever, though. You know, like, oh, man. I think it's, so, it's because his family moved there, like, after okay. the fact. <laughs> so he doesn't know how much it sucks. <laughs> so yet. it's cute. Like, I'm like, oh, that's sweet. You actually, yeah. you, you claim it. Whereas I'm like, mm, you know. What's his son? He's a Capricorn. Oh. Yeah, we are. We're very aligned. Very, very connected and compatible. I just feel like I'm going to, like, trip and fall and marry a Capricorn. And from our first date, he's been like, like, he was like, I'm, you're going to, you're mine. Like, he's like taking ownership no of me. Way, that's he's hot. so fucking hot, too. Let me, sh- all right, you guys are like going on, you got to check this guy out. He's so fine. <laughs> I mean, if he's hot and he's telling you you're mine, then No, I'm but like, yeah. he's like the he's not, most like, romantic, yeah. he's the most romantic, just sweetest guy ever. Oh, that's He's like, crazy. literally, we like. We, we, like, make food together, and we're, like, already making plans, and, like, it's just, like, so nice and wonderful. Oh, and, well, good for you. And sex is bomb, and I'm, uh, like... Capricorn? Okay, I gotta try that. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think Capricorn and Libra would be very good sex, but I'm a Taurus, so, like, ooh, we bang it out for hours and days and years, and it's nice. amazing. And I'm, oh, I know. It's so great. That's fine. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> Anyways, let's continue with the rest. I'm not sure. Wait, that's, 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 good that's, good that's, good that's good to know about Taurus, because my... Oh, Taurus. Oh no, Taurus. So that's we are, where it comes from. We are so passionate. We are so oh, sensual, oh, so oh. romantic. Like, and Libras have that too. But like, Libras, you know, because you do have that romance. But like, at least when it comes to like the stamina, you guys don't got it like we do. No, nope. no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm like you flip it over. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Loved or valued. 
Of course, it may be you who's subject, subject to these behaviors from a partner. So think about these. Threats and ultimatums are possible if either partner feels smothered or controlled. An unhealthy relationship may break down, which could be very painful and dramatic on this day. A well-based relationship will withstand the intensity of this uh, situation. In this case, there would still be some kind of transformation undertaken within your relationship dynamics. New love is very possible around the first, and it could kind of feel like instant attraction. However, you have to realize that it may be just infatuation initially, or if you jump in it too quickly, it could lead into abuse or even violent attachment. Oh, this is intense energy, you guys. Uh -huh. So, like, I mean, unless unless you like getting choked all the time. I mean, I don't know. Kind of. But, like, I, right? I know. It's like, yeah. I, I'm like, I'm like, all right. Me. I'm like, <laughs> That's kind of three. <laughs> right. Safe word, safe word, safe word, safe word. One, two, three. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dustin makes me call his dick the master. It's oh wild, God. right? I know, you know what I'm talking oh about, right? Oh my it's God, I love it. It's wild. I'm so about, I mean, yeah, I mean, By the way, that is so far from Colorado. <laughs> like, that place is so repressed. <laughs> wow. Like, you, yeah, like, right. that's what, that's what happens. Yeah. If you spend too much time there, you start to like call, make people call your penis the master. That, yeah. Well, the thing is, it's like he's the sweetest guy. He, and he literally, he, he says this all the time. He's like, Kyle, I don't know what you do to me. He's like, I've never been dominant or aggressive like this. And I was like, until me, I, I've awoken it. But I do I this in that. every single person I date. Really? I literally like take out this like monster from inside of them. And then it's just like powerful it's and a great thing though yeah i know but it's beautiful because it's like i'm not it's not some like random hookup thing it's like like they're expressing themselves in such a creative and sexual and it's and, an investment yeah know? exactly exactly like this again next time yeah <laughs> i'm like i'm like okay now you know what to do yeah. and do it to me 15 times a day there we go so <laughs> all right well we are great with <laughs> great with that and uh so we're gonna take a quick break and then jump into our hottest emmys stories of the week But that was a lot of choking and, uh, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Welcome back to After Kiki Radio. We got some juicy news from the 2019 Emmys. So, first off, Game of Thrones wins Best Drama Theory. Um, so, yeah, that's, is that really news? I mean, I think we do that. Every day. Yeah. yeah. You have that many episodes. And especially, I mean, it's almost over. Like, it, it is, is over. It is so, over, it's yeah. like, oh, if there was ever time to do it. Yeah. Totally, totally. Um, so, yeah, Game of Thrones uh, reigns supreme for this year's Emmy Awards, landing a record-breaking 32 nominations for its Jeez. final season, even with, car like, star Starbucks cups in the way imagine if it weren't for the cup like right right yeah totally. uh including <laughs> outstanding drama series outstanding writing for drama series multiple acting categories uh despite upsetting fans with its divisive ending uh the hit hbo series has now landed more emmy nods than any other show in a single season according to entertainment weekly it's you know what it just was never really my jam really I, right i love the cast they're all pretty i mean i think that they I can watch a show where everyone looks good, but like I could not follow it. I don't know why. Oh my yeah. god, you guys, I was obsessed. Everybody was obsessed. Yeah. 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 Uh, 
I just find that like fantasy sort of just takes me out. Like I can't relate to it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have like dragons swooping in and like saving yeah. my day. So I'm kind of I mean, like, you don't. Well, <laughs> apparently, maybe this weekend sounds like when the moon comes into Libra. <laughs> um, but nominated actors uh, included the show's heavy hitters like Amelia Clark, lead actress Lena Headley, uh, Kit Harrington, Peter Dinklage. I mean, we all saw them. They looked great, like you said. Have you met them before? Um, no, well, no. I mean, I've like, oh, I'm getting a text. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, I, I, you know, I see them at parties and whatnot. Uh, what's your name? The Giants. Gwendolyn. Yeah. yeah. I was on a, I remember a red carpet like next to her and it literally looked, it's the most absurd photo I've ever oh, taken. Oh, you use a photo of it. Yeah. She's so because, lovely. Yeah. Like, like I'm, I'm closer up, so I should be technically bigger, but even then I'm still like a little person by comparison. And then, oh, and I've met the, the guy, the guy that everyone's in love with, including my ex-boyfriend. Kit Harrington? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, I told him that. I was, when I met him, I was like, oh yeah, my, my boyfriend was like really hot for you. Yeah. yeah. We broke up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another story. That's a whole other story. Um, so, yeah, it, the series has received 161 Primetime Emmy noms, uh, including eight consecutive Outstanding Drama Series nominations. That's insane. How many seasons were there? Eight. Uh, so it won every, it, it got every <laughs> yeah. single time. Well, yeah, I mean, they're doing, like, an entire feature every week. Okay. It was, it was wild. I mean, um, so Game of Thrones received many nominations uh, with awards recognizing uh, various aspects of the series, such as directing, writing, and, and this is nothing you don't know. Yeah. Um, for his work on Game of Thrones, Peter Dinklage won for the fourth time the award for Best Supporting Actor in a Drama. In his acceptance speech, he paid tribute to the show's top producers, uh, David Benoff and um, Dan Weiss. He said, uh, Dave and Dan, we literally walked through fire and ice for you, and I would do it again in a heartbeat. I mean, obviously, he's looking at him. Um, but I, I, I also, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, uh, I would have passed. <laughs> if I had it, no. I mean, that's ridiculous. Like any actor's dream. But, um he also said, and it's not on my script, but um, he talked about, you know, the opportunity that this show has obviously a, a, a allowed someone like him. Because let's face it, like, being differently abled, you know, you're not afforded the same opportunities. And, I mean, and yet here he is, you know. So tell me about, like, since you were there, what was, like, your personal experience of, like, watching that and like you know what I mean like that was the energy like yeah what was it like it's fun it's exciting I mean don't get me wrong I've I've gone from hero to zero like I've I've been on the 15th row like where the cameras can catch you like sandwiched between John Carroll Lynch and Evan Peters like with the show where they like you know settle you on to the governor's ball and then off to all the parties and it's fabulous and then I've also like bought my own seat in the nosebleeds no you know with my dress the zipper broke in the middle oh. you know what I mean so I've like I've had all the, the the gamut of experiences and this would be right kind of in the middle like I wasn't you know 15th row but I wasn't you know in the nosebleeds either like it, it was exciting mm-hmm. it always is no I love that but but I will say like there is some, let's just say in the ladies' room, they have, like, you know, free makeup on the first floor. But then when you go up, you know, it's 
There's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, like, I'm just saying, like, these actresses, like, have probably chosen their lipstick color, like, weeks in advance. Right. Like, they're not about to change it in the middle of the show. Or fill up this little, like, clutch. Right. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, and yet, you know, the people up in the, the plebes and the... The ones uh, sweating. They would love it. Like, <laughs> they can't afford that Maybelline, you know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah, or not really. Not, that's not true. But they've just spent money on the ticket. For God's sake. <laughs> right. Give them a lipstick. Can't get a lipstick on them. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, anyways, right. there you go. Cool. I, uh, but I knew at least, I knew better to at least go downstairs for them. Good for me. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, cool. Well, let's break into some of their charts and, and things that are happening. So, when assessing the Game of Thrones television series natal chart, it, as a show, is an Aries sun with a Scorpio rising. Ooh. By looking at these, we can see the height of success it possesses, how the world sees it, as well as how it actually ended up. As an Aries sun, Game of Thrones was the leader of the pack, spearheading forward at breakneck speed, carrying the viewers on a journey. However, with a Scorpio rising, it has always wanted the world to see this sexy, dark, and mysterious. Clear elements witnessed within the show. Scorpio energy is tied to the occult, to the darker recesses of the soul, and to the shadow self. It is highly likely that several people, possibly executives, involved with the show have dabbled within these hidden arts and likely are drawn to sexual fetishes, particularly BDSM. They may actually practice currently or have asked others who do to partake on their behalf for the show's success. Scorpio energy is that uh, uh, is one that is often tied to magic in this way. The series was originally born on a full moon, meaning that it was destined for greatness and, and huge exposure. Wow. At its birth, the sun, ruling its life force, was in the exact place in the sky as Jupiter, the planet of miracles. This means that quite literally, it was destined for wealth, success, and continuous expansion. It was born with pure luck on its side. The series also aired... Uh, its season finale on a full moon, bringing culmination to the entire series in one fell swoop. All of these uh, tied together to the fact that the series was going to also reign in victory, as we just saw. The major thing to note is that with the TV show being in a solar Aries, it is currently undergoing eclipses in its house of fame and honor, so of course it was going to reach that crown success. These eclipses began at the very beginning of this year. We witnessed the last one in mid-July, but eclipses echo over as a theme for an entire six months. That's why it's still continuing to this day. Also, when looking astrologically at September 22nd, 2019, when the Emmys took place, Mars, the planet of passion and intensity, was in the television show's natal 10th house of fame, honor, and achievement as well. This energized power brings fuel and victory to this area of them on, you know, unequivocally happen. Now let's move on to Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage is a Gemini sun with a Pisces rising. However, he is the very last degree of Pisces, meaning most of his 10th house of fame and honor contains predominantly Capricorn energy. There are several important things to note for him at the time of the 2019 Emmy. Saturn, planet of maturity and achievement, is in his 10th house of fame and honor. This is excellent news because when a planet goes direct, especially a heavy-hitting outer planet, we see significant work that he has built. Also, Jupiter, planet of miracles, is in his solar 7th house of partnership, but often this shows how we relate to the public as well. He's being blessed with tremendous fortune from this angle. Venus, planet of love and magnetism, and Mercury, planet of communication, are now in his natal seventh house, as well giving him yet another opportunity when it comes to connection. 
Another thing to note is that Uranus, planet of shock and surprise, is in his first house of identity, meaning his life has been getting shaken up for, the, for several years already and is fully transforming him in front of the entire world. So you're saying this has nothing to do with the Emmy voters? <laughs> no, but this is all like literally like this is like literally it's aligned. I've had I literally ah. looked in this. But that's the thing is it's always like that's why they're favoring him. That's that connection. Energy. Well, we, okay, so what you're saying is like when he was born on whatever day, whatever yeah. time, and whatever year, like th- th- we knew that the planets were going to be in this place. In this place. On this day, exactly. on like Sunday, exactly, and and we knew, of course, that the Emmys was going to be that day too, and so he was really like destined to win that. Yes. Wow. So, <laughs> actors, you can stop your Emmy campaign <laughs> because it's like either you're winning or you aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you can really help it by you know. But look at this. This is too. So, the the, uh, the sun ruling power and energy was exact in the exact same place as his natal Jupiter on that day. This means that he was receiving expansion, optimism, and positive growth specifically in his life's goal on that day. Wow. And then the sun was opposed to his ascendant, which is his identity. That was spilling even more blessings to his life on that day. Later, at that exact, or no, the last, the sun was currently square to his midheaven, which is his highest point of achievement on that day. This means his public life, including his work and career, were thrust into the public awareness, and he was having that breakthrough on that day. So congratulations to Peter Dinklage and the entire Game of Thrones family, because legitimately all of that happened astrologically on that day. Chills all over. Totally. That's why I do what I do, guys. That's what I do what I do. Wow. Yeah. Nuts, right? Okay. (laughs) All right. <laughs> Billy Porter. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, seriously. Uh, he uh, oh, kill, uh, played, uh, made history, I should say, uh, winning Best Lead Actor in a Drama. Uh, he, of course, everyone knows him from uh, playing the flamboyant ballroom MC, Pray Tell, in F- FX's Pose, uh, made by... Um, what am I saying? Uh, he became the first openly gay black man to win the lead actor in a drama category. Wait, who? What closeted gay black man was one before? I mean, that's what that implies. I mean, I have no idea. Oh, I'm just reading. It's okay. Openly, right? Yes, yeah, it's yeah. openly gay black man. So who's in the so closet? Maybe, uh, <laughs> Let's <laughs> out them now. Yeah. On the radio. Get her. <laughs> no. Um, that'd be, that'd be Anyway, let's figure it out. How oh, mad you guys? Well, I'm not know. gonna say anything. <laughs> no, I, I, I have no idea. I don't know about these things. Um, I mean, obviously, I dated one for years. Uh, so the uh, Billy's a newbie to the Emmy scene. Uh, the Tony and Grammy-winning actor uh, headed into the evening already making history with his nomination, but the win, of course, added to his golden night. Uh, you recall in his speech, first first words out. The category is love, y'all, um, which I just I love. That. I love. Ah, oh. oh, love, love. Have you um, met him? And I love him. Yes, he, we. I met him on Apocalypse. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we did an episode together. It didn't work together, but um, yeah, he's. Oh, and he looks amazing. That suit. Yeah. You had to see it. it I mean, everyone saw it, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was. Uh, he looks stunning. Stunning. No, and I just love how he embraces that. You know, mm-hmm. like. 
He he did the the whole at the Met Gala the like Egyptian wing thing, right? Well, well yeah, that was him. Well, I think that was yeah, him. right. That was that was how I would have done that gala. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure, the, for sure. I was so wild. Well, that's where you do that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I do it to go to the grocery. Same. <laughs> I do it so for the fucking wild, so right? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I would spread my fucking wings. I want, like, just a shot of his, like, uh, confidence. Just a little bit. Like, yes. Like, a little bit of it for well, today. <laughs> I feel like you guys both could pull that off. Oh, yeah, for I don't sure. Think I, absolutely, but yeah. let's do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> next year, next year. Halloween. Uh, <laughs> right? Right. There we go. Um, so, uh, he apparently became very emotional speaking about his victory. Uh, he said, visibility and representation are the only things that, that create change. Um, it's when we're visible that we have the power to create empathy through the way we tell stories, being black and gay and out and being in this position and speaking from where I get to speak from is the change. Uh, I hope that young queer people of all colors can look at me and know that they can, which I just love. Um, and I love, oh, I got nervous. At first he was thinking, right. he was like thinking everyone in the world. And then I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, like don't forget like the Supreme, you know? <laughs> and then thank God he came around and he was like, Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy. Cause yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Please. Uh, so Pose, um, a Ryan Murphy show, of course, uh, as well as Stephen Canal, am I saying his name? Um, and Brad Falchuk uh, explores the extravagant subculture of the LGBTQ ballroom scene in the late 1980s and early 1990s New York, as well as the lives of the people in the, of that community. Uh, Porter's visceral portrayal of Pray Tell has been praised by critics since the show's launch last year. The first season, for which he was also nominated, saw his character reckoning with the HIV diagnosis. Before Pose came along uh, and had people taking notice of his performance and bold and fashionable red carpet moments, Porter made his mark on the stage. He played Teen Angel in the 1994 Broadway revival of Grief. I played Fenchy, not in that, not on Broadway, <laughs> but at the Jewish Community Center in Denver, Colorado. There you go. Um, and originated the role of Lola, the drag queen and cabaret performer in Broadway's Kinky Boots. I have never seen that. I haven't either. It's on my list. Uh, he's also released a handful of albums. Oh, man. Uh, when Pose came along, uh, Porter was nearly thrown nearly thrown in the towel on a Hollywood breakthrough. What? What does that mean? No, he nearly thrown in the towel. He oh, he over. had nearly. Yeah, he was like, I'm almost uh, done. Ah, uh, no. Wow. He's was almost done before he took that role. I don't know. They always like to say stuff like that. I mean, they like to exaggerate. Like no, I'm just saying, like, I every now and then I'll see clickbait and it's like, Pepper was thrown off set. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I was told not to eat the craft, the, the, the craft services was only for craft, like, cast and crew. Like, the guy didn't know that I was <gasps> among them. But I wasn't That's thrown off <laughs> you know, so I have a feeling this is like that. I have a feeling Porter was having a bad, you know, he was like, kind of like over it. And then he had a break. We've yeah. all been there. Yeah. I mean, I had one earlier today. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Pose, which has been lauded for its contribution to transgender visibility and representation in TV, received six Emmy nominations this year, including Porter's category and drama series. Uh, the 
second season of the drama wrapped its run last month on FX. Um, so what is going on with Billy Porter astrologically? Yeah. astrologically? Yeah, let's dive right into that as well. So Billy Porter is a Virgo sun. His birthday is actually September 21st. Mm. We don't know his rising sign, but even just from seeing his sun sign, we can see an immense amount of energy flowing his way. So he was having a great birthday. Right? Oh, wow. Wait, Yeah, right? Oh, day before was his birthday. So on September 22nd, 2019, the Emmys took place one day after his birthday. Mm -hmm. When the sun is near our birthday, we experience our solar return and are more energized and powerful than almost any time in the coming year. We radiate significantly, and our time to shine has come. This sets up important patterns for the entire coming year. This is an ego moment where we have more opportunities to get our way, and literally, with the sun being literally within one day of his birthday, that made him confident, powerful, and strong. As for other aspects, Mars, the planet power, was also in his sun sign, giving him even more fiery strength. This is a rare advantage, and he was practically magnetic. Then we will note the eclipses that are going on in his life. Throughout this year, he is having eclipses in his creative and art sectors, opening doors to bigger and brighter opportunities. Jupiter will enter this sector in December 2019 and be there for a year, giving him some of his greatest and most inspired work to date. Also, this can work romantically for him. So if he's looking to fall in love, uh, if he's not currently he's in love. He has a husband. Okay, well, then, well, then that's the thing is that then they would be falling more deeply in love. Yeah, so they would be taking, you know, steps that way. So that, yeah, because it's like, yeah, I mean, get it. Um, So, however, the reason he has been having a a slow growth in his art is because Saturn ruling hard work and Pluto ruling transformation have been in this same arena for many years. This this trend shows that when you work hard and listen to the lessons of these planets rather than fighting it, you truly can reach reach great achievements in those areas of our lives. Mm. So that's exactly what happened for him. Okay. We need to talk about Michelle Williams because she delivered, in my opinion, like one of the best speeches. Did you die? Well, actually, no. I'm going to say FX, um, a network for which I have um, affinity, uh, did come up, uh, come away with the best speeches because, yeah, Billy's was obviously great. Um, but she took the stage, won uh Outstanding lead actress in a limited series or movie, uh, honored for her stellar work as uh, Gwen Verdon on um, FX's limited series, Fosse Verdon, uh, delivered a speech that will, without a doubt, go down in history as one of the award ceremony's very best, addressing not only her own pay equity uh, and voice um, afforded to the production on the production, but the future of such necessary equality for all women in the industry. I mean, everyone knows the story of her and um, Wahlberg on, what's the movie? All forgotten it already, but we can't forget. Um, she was paid like pennies. And, and uh, it was the J. Paul Getty movie recently. Um, um, uh, all the money? All the money in the world. All the money. Yeah, it was all the money in the world, I believe. Anyway, um, she, yeah, she was just, basically, she got, like, scale plus 10 or whatever, like, ridiculous amount. And he was just sort of, like, you know, just smothered in cash. And it was um, embarrassing. And I want to say they even have the same agent. No, I'm just kidding. Hell no. Yeah, yeah. I I might be spreading rumors, but Google it. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, it was just, you know, basically, 
she had every right to say what she said uh, in that speech. Um, and basically, I'll, I'll sum it up. Um, uh, thank you to the Television Academy uh, and the incredible cast and crew, blah, blah, blah. Especially you, Sam Rockwell. I know how hard you worked. Uh, I see this as an acknowledgement of what is possible when a woman is trusted to discern her own needs and feel safe enough to voice her needs and respected enough to be heard. When I asked for more dance classes, I heard yes. More voice lessons, yes. A different wig, a pair of fake teeth not, to ma not made out of rubber, yes. All these things require effort and cost money, but my bosses never presumed to know better than I did about what I needed in order to do my job and honor Gwen Verdon, which is so, God, yes. So real. So real. Like, I mean, <sighs> like, trust her. You know, she knows. Um, anyway, she continues on, of course, uh, because they, they being FX, of course, and um, Fox 21, uh, understood that when you put value into a person, it empowers that person to get in touch with their own inherent value. And where do they put that value? They put it into their work. The next time a woman, especially a woman of color, because she stands to make 52 cents on the dollar compared to her white male counterpart, wow. tells you what she needs in order to do her job, listen to her. Believe her, because one day she might stand in front of you and thank you for allowing her to succeed because of her workplace environment and not in spite of it. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, powerful. I've got goosebumps right here, right now. Yeah. Um, in the end, she turned uh, personal, gave mention to her daughter uh, with the late uh, Heath Ledger. Uh, I know, and of course BFF, uh, Buzzy, 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 I don't know, Phillips, I didn't pay that much attention, beamed um, uh, with adoration in the audience, Matilda, she concluded, this is for you like everything else. Um, while speaking with reporters backstage, she nodded further to her history her history and uh, with pay disparity. Um, it was famously related that when all the money in the world, okay, yes. see, here it comes. $1,000. Uh, underwent reshoots in 2017 to remove Kevin Spacey from the film. She was pa paid a mere $1,000, while her co-star, Mark Wahlberg, received $1.5 stating simply, wow. tonight is a fairy tale ending for me of, and my personal story. Yeah. Same age. What? Wow. Yeah. And you guys see the movie. Like, sh Mark Wahlberg comes in and does, like, you know, I mean, he's fine. I'm not saying he, like, took a giant dump on celluloid, but <laughs> I mean, he just comes in for, like, a quick, oh. it's a quick bit. And she, whereas she's in, you know, ah, it's that's full. wild. Yeah. Yeah. She beat out, of course, the likes of Amy Adams, Sharp Objects. Patricia Arquette, Escape at Dianamora. Um, uh, um, somebody help me with his name. Uh, yeah, from When They See Us. Uh, Joey K King, The Act. Niecy Nash, When They See Us. To Take Home the Trophy. Uh, and while they're not playing favorites here, um, I mean, I'm glad she did. Uh, if only just to get a speech like that. Yeah. Although, When They See Us did destroy me. Um, so, yeah. 
congrats to everyone. The your the name um, that also destroys me evidently, and I'm embarrassed that I can't <laughs> pronounce it. Uh, anyway, congrats, Michelle. What's going on with her after all? All right, so Michelle Williams is a Virgo sun with an Aquarius ascendant. This is ex- an exciting mm. time for her because so much energy is working in her favor now as well. The sun and Mars, fiery planets, are both in her sun sign. This is an excellent time for her to, to declare her message and use her passion to rise higher. Her personal drive is highlighted now, and she radiated naturally more brightly than others. However, the thing that is most notable is that I am seeing for her that this uh, November 2018, Jupiter, the planet of miracles and luck, has been in her heaven, which is her career. Uh, and so literally all of her star- stars are aligning there. However, the thing that I felt so interesting is that her natal Lilith, which is an asteroid, was connected directly with her, the placement of Mercury in the sky at this exact 2019 Emmys. The natal Lilith is an asteroid that represents the uncrossable threshold, threshold taboos, uh, the, individuals, the individual's provocative and fascinating side, as well as uh, their sexual level. This symbolizes violence and untamability, the radical and deep-seated refusal to submit within someone's chart, and is often linked to women in ancient mythology. With this being highlighted with Mercury ruling the mind, this means that she was unleashing her uh, voice specifically about equal, equal pay because of that. Wow. That's nuts. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So that's why, like, literally when I was, because I was, like, taking a while, I was like, what is this, like, how do I see this? And then I was like, oh, wow. Because I usually don't read into asteroids too often. But I was like. Asteroids? You mean, like, those big rocks that (laughs) fly through the air? Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Ah. All right. Well, let's finish up with our last. Finish up. Story of the week. So I'm a little nervous. I'm reading. It says celeb WTF Gwyneth Paltrow and Brad Paltrow. I I've worked for Brad. Yeah. I know him personally. Yeah. Am I gonna regret whatever I have about to say? No. So basically, I mean, if you just kind of like, uh, <laughs> you can just. Talk about it. What do you yeah, say? Uh, so basically, they made their first Emmy Awards red carpet appearance as a married couple. Yeah. Congrats. Uh, Paltrow uh, opted for a Valentino hot couture gown mm-hmm. with floor length. Um, Organdy sleeves. Yeah. I don't know. I'm on the second level, y'all. There's, <laughs> there's no lipstick in my bathroom. Uh, the Empire style dress, uh, which she accessorized with vintage Harry Winston hoop earrings, featured a white skirt and black bodice. Falchuk 48 kept it classic in a black tuxedo. She just is always like She's stunning. Stunning. Like Gorgeous. classic. Like, oh, yeah. It's like. <sighs> Well, so they've been, um, <clears throat> they announced last month that she and the producer were finally moving in together after being together for a year of marriage. Um, so, yeah, so, like, let's just jump into kind of, like, mm-hmm. their Oh, oh I see. Because I, I want to make sure we still can get, like, uh, serious. Sure. So she says married life has been really good. We took a year to let everybody in the family take it in and uh, let the dust settle. And now we're moving in together for this month. Um, wow. So they were married for a full year yeah. before they moved in. I like that. I would do that. I would totally do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be married. <laughs> totally. Like, yeah. I uh, I think that's the thing that keeps me from getting married. Exactly. The movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, space. I don't want to make room in my closet. There isn't any. I have my second bedroom is my closet. I'm like, like, I appreciate my art room. I don't want to put anything else in. Yes. There. No, you don't even. I don't even have a drawer for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> keep your keep your place, and you know, and I'll. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would definitely move in before I got married. I would mm. want to make sure that we live together really well. 
But I mean, before. let's face it, they both are very established. Like yeah. I said, I'm sure they have more than just the second bedroom for I also feel like shoes, if you go on so. vacation, it's kind of a good idea. How oh, yeah. Like living together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when all my relationships are. Same. That's how I know that I'm not going to be married. Like, oh, yeah, right? <laughs> totally. Uh, so, um, oh, I'm just so well, popular. Actually not. I think I've only gotten two texts the whole time. Kind of makes me sad. Um, (laughs) uh, What have I missed? Uh, The the pair met on the set of Glee in 2010. Uh, He co-created, of course, um, the comedy drama with um, Paul Trapp playing substitute teacher Holly Holiday. Uh, In 2011, Paul Trapp won an Emmy Award for guest starring role. On that, um, the actress said, I do, to Palchuk in a private wedding ceremony in the Hamptons, September 2018. Um, F- was photographed earlier in the day as he drove himself in his red car to the ceremony. We don't get to know what kind of car. Uh, the star-studded guest list included Jerry Seinfeld, Steven Spielberg, uh, Cameron Diaz, and her, hus- and her husband, Benji Madden. Do they live together? I don't know. Uh, so how astrologically compatible are Gwyneth and Brad? Totally. So Gwyneth Paltrow is a Libra sun with a Pisces rising. Brad, Brad Falchuk is a Pisces sun. We do not know his rising sign at the current time. Usually you would not consider Libra and Pisces as super compatible. Libra is an air sign and Pisces is a water sign. These signs can both be flexible, fluid, and indecisive. Insecurity can also haunt these two. She may be at times quite detached emotionally, while he will be much more sensitive and sensible. Looking further into their charts, his sun and Mercury are conjunct her ascendant, which means that they're in the same place, which is a good relationship placing. His Mars is in her 10th house of fame and honor, which will spur her ambitions on, and his uh, Venus is in her 11th house of friendships and social life, and so there's going to be a wide social circle between them. I'm here to tell you, they are a perfect couple. I've seen them, you know, out, and they are... For sure, for sure. Meant to be. So interesting mm-hmm. enough, though, with her Pisces rising and his Pisces sun, there is a connection where they can intuitively understand each other. Particularly, he loves the way that she presents herself to the world because it speaks to his personality well, no matter what, though. Even if there were bumps in the road, this placement is the strongest thing. How can you not like the way she yeah, presents she, herself? She is objectively perfect. Well put together. Yes. Graceful. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that's what we've got on our celebrity stories for the Emmys. Let's jump into your reading. Yes, our right. own celebrity guest. Yes. I don't already know. Okay. So Castillo is a Libra sun with Sagittarius rising. This means that you, for your entire life, you must read both Libra and Sagittarius because they blend together to show patterns and themes in your life. Key eclipses going on are affecting you in a few different ways. Eclipses are powerful moments in time that are vital beginnings, endings, and transformations in our lives. The first thing to note is that you're experiencing very powerful eclipses in your career sector. Mm-hmm. This began in July 2018, another hit July 2019, and there will be three powerful moon cycles in your career sector in 2020. Dates to watch are January 10th and, June tw- and in June 2020. Also, you've been having a lot of eclipses this year in your home, family, and domestic sector. You could be noticing this having an important transformation. Also, on December 3rd, 2019 until December 19th, 2020, you will notice that your home and family life will improve. You will also be noticeably uh, more emotional and sensitive at that time because you're assessing the strength and security in your life. This should improve during that time. Does any of that make sense so far? 
Kind of, yeah. Okay. I feel like I should be taking notes. I'm going to send this to you. I'll listen to this later. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, due to your natal chart, I'm noticing some eclipses taking place in your identity sector and your partnership sector. This will bring faded moments to light in relation to these areas of your life. You may realize your identity is shifting and the speed of your life picks up at the very end of this year, and you could be accelerating in a new direction. You could see a definite new beginning in relation to a partnership around June 20th, 2020. This could be taking things to the next level, engagement, marriage, or crossing paths with a soulmate. It also could affect your sure. business life as well. If a relationship is stale, there could be a breakup at that time. If it, uh, but it depends on the strength of your current connection. So obviously, if it's healthy and it's great, you'll move to the next level. Uh, last, the thing I will note is that you are currently in your Phoenix Reborn moment of your life. From December 21st, 2018 until January 21st, 2020. You are in the brightest period of your life with significant new beginnings. Oh. He's like, this Wait, is it? Over. This is as good as it gets? You have pure like, luck that you can use in any way you wish. Literally everything in your life is open to you, so you must use the remaining time to launch your most important patterns for the coming 12 years of your life. Oh, my God. So you have no to go pressure. After, I yeah, know, right? You have to go after Don't your greatest up. hopes and dreams now because the universe is on your side. And that's what I have for you. Wow. Ooh. Okay. I'm, I'm not wrong. I know it's right. So. Oh boy. Oh boy. So. So I have until January to get everything out. Get to it. Going. Well, you just have, it does the thing is you don't have to like essentially reach the greatest level of success now. You just have to start the steps towards it. I you don't have to. You don't have to necessarily get married now if you want to get married today. You just have to take <laughs> the steps towards it. Towards it. But not moving in together. Not yet. No. Yeah. So you know, does that make sense though? Yeah. It's like it's, it's creating the pattern. So it's like, for instance, with me when it, this was happening to me, I actually ended. Uh, a significant relationship with this toxic person, which unfortunately, you know, I hope he's happy, but he was not destined to be with me. I actually, I got like a big, a bunch of funding for my production company and launched my uh, self for the first time to like at least getting some national press, like all sorts of things like that were happening so that I could eventually get to where I am now. Wow. I want to say you gave me a similar reading. Uh, like you said something about like I, we're sowing our, you know, planting our seeds yeah. for a January sort of launch. Well, the thing is, it's, well, that's, yeah, because you both have Sagittarius, right? Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, oh, so cool. that's why there's certain patterns that re reflect. What's the identity thing about it? So when anything's in your ascendant, that is your identity. It's kind of like the mask that you put on your, uh, into the world, how people perceive you. Um, it's half of your personality, essentially. Which so is why we similar... both would wear Billy Porter's wardrobe. Exactly, exactly. exactly. Wow. Totally, totally. Interesting. But I'm not going to have those similar uh, situations because that's not happening for me. If someone had a, mm. a, the same rising sign, but the thing is, your timeline is a little bit different because you have different degrees of your rising sign. Got it. So, but but that's why those themes are, you know, and also, you know, you are both air signs. So, with you both being air signs, there's also going to be similar patterns, but not not the same ones. Because, for instance, when all the when let's let's say all the earth signs right now, we're all focusing on our work life, or career, or money. Well, that's because that's the cycle for us. Mm -hmm. So there's a, that's why what you're naturally kind of coalesce with certain people that have similar placements mm -hmm. as you. Mm -hmm. Does this make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You, that's why. No, I totally. I relate to you for sure. You know. Yeah. I took you up on this thing, right? Totally. Are you, do you regret it? <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. Great. Well, let's finish the. Uh, I'm going to send this to you. And if you have any questions, please hit me up. We obviously, I'm going to email this to you and everything too. Cool. Um, so we always end the show with a game of bang, Mary kill. With three celebrities of the zodiac sign that we're currently in, we're, we're in Libra season. 
So we have mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman, Zach Efron, and Matt Bomer. Oh, well, I know who I bang. <laughs> uh, Matt Bomer, obviously. I mean, that's everyone. Everyone knows that. Um, and in fact, you, I gotta see a picture. What? You know what? Car? <laughs> what? Oh my! Wait, how, how do you know Matt Bomer? Matt Bomer. Um. Well, he and actually he goes to that my same yoga studio. So if That's you come with me, maybe we'll yeah. Well, down downward dog looks him. Yes. Amazing. Um. <laughs> uh, He's so fine. As far as I think I know who he is. I'm really bad well, with names. Good at faces. Matt Bomer. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Zach okay. Efron. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I'm clear. I don't want to marry oh. anyone, but <laughs> maybe That's we could not, Aquarius thing to say. not live together. Maybe we could not live together with someone. <laughs> can we change the game? <laughs> you can get married, but you don't live together. Yeah. I. Uh, wait. Can I see Zach again? Um. Yeah. I mean, oh, I just want to do everything with Matt. <laughs> I want to not live with him and and bang him and. I don't want to kill anyone. It's a game. It's okay, a game. okay, it's a game. you're right. Maybe somebody else first. I'm just gonna really think about this. <laughs> this one's hard. That's why when I hard. I know I picked this one out. I was like, I feel really proud of this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Uh, yeah. What, what are the actions? Bang, marry, bang, marry, kill. Okay. Well, I mean, if if. But now you're you're implying that if you're married, you're not banging. No, you can bang. You can, you can oh! Stuck with you, though. oh! Oh, I would love to be stuck, <laughs> not living with Matt Bomer, but banging like <laughs> on the regular. And um, yeah, I mean maybe I wouldn't. I, it's not that I want to kill Hugh Jackman, but I mean <laughs> it might be fun to like get in a little knife fight with him and his like. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, okay, 
I feel like I would. Uh, I would. Uh, I do think I would marry Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Because he's just he's. I mean, he's you know he's a little bit older, but whatever. But he's like, you know, he seems smart and funny and charming, and he was Wolverine, and then like I have like a piece of the you know like, you know X Men history inside of me all the time. So like. Ooh. Yeah, like, hell yeah, you know? Like, <laughs> like right? Come on, yeah, right? Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> right? I mean, like, we can make some Wolverine babies or something. I don't know. Um, and then, uh, I mean, obviously not, I'm joking. But, like, uh, I think I'm going to get rid of Zac Efron. I'm sorry. I would bang him, though. Yeah. And then Matt, I think I'll, I'll bang Matt Bummer. I don't know that all of these guys necessarily want to bang you. They might want to bang me. <laughs> I think that they're all straight. Wait, no, no, Matt Bomer's Matt gay. Bomer's not. He's gay. No, but I've heard Hugh Jackman, Jackman is open to... Oh, come on. I've, I've heard this. Love him more. I mean, let's I, be open. <laughs> let's yeah. open the door. But he's currently married, so, like, you know, love him and go do that. And We're just talking about, like, you know, hypothetical. Right, got Anyways, you. all right. Well, okay. th- I want to thank you guys so much for being here. I love you both. Thank you for getting ratchet with me. Yes. Um, the ratchet stars. That's what we are. Um, yeah. So tell me where can everybody find you? Anything that's going on? Also I'm at uh, Naomi W. Grossman on all platforms. Amazing. I'm a uh, Castillo underscore 13 on Instagram. Do you have anything coming up that you want to plug or. I mean, I'm going to be in a tattoo cover of a tattoo magazine coming out in October for my birthday, which is yeah. kind of cool. You should get that. Totally. That's um, awesome. What's it called? It's called Tattoo Magazine. Love it. <laughs> I thought you said our Tattoo Magazine. Yeah, the Tattoo Magazine. Hell yeah. When is this going to air? Uh, this is going to air tomorrow. Oh, it will? Yeah. Well, if people are in L.A., um, in a movie that will be um, uh, having its U.S. premiere uh, at the Egyptian Theater in Los Angeles, 5 o'clock and 8 o'clock, it's called 1BR, a um, horror movie. The 28th. Uh, yes. To, that's... Um, the 28th, indeed. Don't you have your comedy thing, too? And, yes. I know, I'm cloning myself. Uh, <laughs> and after, yeah, so I'll go to the 5 o'clock, and then from there I'll race over to the improv. I'm doing a, a, it's a storytelling show. Where can people nice. get tickets? Uh, or? Uh, so, yes, to, for the 5 and 8 o'clock um, screening of 1BR, I, I'm pretty sure they're not selling tickets anymore, but you can just show up and try your luck. We'll be there, the whole cast will be there, so, you know. Um, uh, you know, and they have to fill the theater. They'll fill it with whoever's there. So if you're totally. into it, come. Uh, and if not, well, look for it online because it's it's a, it's great. It's I I saw it already. It was at Montreal um, for Fantasia Fest, and uh, it'll get distribution. It'll, uh, but you know, in the meantime, it's doing the festival circuit, and and tomorrow it'll be at Beyond Fest at the Egyptian. In any right. case, after that at eight, I'll be at the Improv. Like I said, um, folks can go to Storyworth. Is it Storyworthy? Story Smash. StorySmash.com and um, buy a ticket for that. It's Ten bucks. It's a really, really, really fun night. Funniest show in LA tomorrow. Perfect. Again, I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here with me for this special Emmys episode. Also, you can follow me at uh, Mr. Kyle Thomas on Instagram, M-R-K-Y-L-E-T-H-O-M-A-S. Also, Astro Kiki Radio on Instagram. And shout out to our sponsors, Left of Straight Network. We love you. Also, Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily on Instagram. 
as well as the Zodiac Supply Company. Their fashion is fabulous. Thank you for joining us, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Astro Kiki Radio, and you can also check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure to join us next week, and don't forget, we are the only e-news of astrology. Thank you.